0: This is True Buds, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this, for my stoners, and for my cannabis enthusiasts, never heard a show as good as this, yeah, number one, it's the best, bringing in many special guests, in the industry of cannabis,
1: business owners to growers, even artists you know of, so sit back and just roll up, the perfect show for my smokers, True Buds. Welcome to the True Buds show, my name is Jack Woltering, your host. If it's your first time tuning in, The True Buds Show is a podcast for cannabis lovers. I interview people in the space, you know, from business owners, growers, entrepreneurs, artists, basically people who love to kick it, smoke weed, and have a good time. We have the Vapor Brothers, Linus in the building today, one of the co-founders of Vapor Brothers. It was my first vape experience ever and it's been hard to compete. You get such nice draws with this. It feels like you're almost smoking. Founded in 1999, they patent some technology like the Whippa style vape, having the whip, um, putting it on the box, slanted style. There's a lot that goes into it we're gonna talk about today with Linus. I think you're really gonna enjoy this. As you can see, I'm pretty excited about having this vape. And thank you to Vapor Brothers for hooking up the vape. If you wanna check it out or grab one, I'll put a link in the description. It's a good time. Come chill with me and Linus. Light one up, do what you do, eat an edible, smoke a vape, get a vapor brothers box vape and smoke it with me next time because I'm gonna be enjoying this through a bunch of podcasts. So let's go kick it. No, but for real, man, my favorite um vape on the market. You know, I know it's not portable, like the favorite just like desk vape or whatever, man. You guys got it going on, man. I'm excited to talk to you about it.
0: Yeah, I mean that that's what it's for. It's it's all about the in, all about the hit.
1: Yeah. You know? Hell yeah. <laughs>
0: you got to plug it into the wall if, if you want real power behind the heater and have the heater always be on so um, we wanted to go portable we were told to go portable in like 2000 year 2000 customers like okay so what's your next where's your portable and um, we we just let other companies more high-tech companies kind of try to figure that out but there's no in my opinion there's no good hit to be had yet in a portable vaporizer even unless it's brand-new
1: yeah, I got this, the air vape legacy solid, it's portable, it gives a good hit, but it still doesn't compare to the vapor brothers, you know, like you're saying, like, and I guess that's what I've been searching for, bro. That's why I kind of hit you guys up is because like, I took that first hit off of vapor brothers and fucking when I was 16 years old, this, and this is the first one I've had since then. And I've, mm-hmm smoked a bunch of vapes and nothing can see can compare really dude like that i'm just like holy shit like dude that was i thought it maybe was just like first time nostalgia you know like i mentioned i did an unboxing video but like it's way more than that bro you guys i, I love how you guys set to focus on other stuff like you guys say you know and you're like you're focusing on like what works what's right and that's dope to me man yeah it's just meant to be simple i mean it's kind of simple on purpose because
0: like we're not very um Like the more parts the more expense to us and I mean you could just get this made overseas and have other people deal with you Know the huge number of parts and whatever and we do get parts made from everywhere like some custom factories Or you can only get stuff from overseas because they're the only people who know how to do certain stuff Um, But uh, we put it all together here. We're kind of like control freaks in that way and um we also we don't want it to off gas smelly smells like so parts when they get hot can't smell so we control like the materials they're made of and how they go together and that you don't use glue to put this together with that you know whatever there's a lot of shortcuts we could have taken but we don't um so but what's my point um well um it would become really expensive if we had tons of different parts and displays and you know buttons and things like it would make it so expensive to put it together here like the less parts we have the less parts we have to chase down the source of off gassing and stuff um like the less tests we have to do we we did want to test like everything that went in the vaporizer like um we pull air from the vaporizer as if you're taking a long hit and uh maybe like a 24-hour hit and we analyze (laughs) the, the you know the stuff that could come out of the vaporizer over that amount of time and um, um, but otherwise every single material in the vaporizer we've cooked at an industrial hygiene facility and like got like the data on what was in it and what came out of it and stuff so anyway if it was any more complicated than it is that would be so many more of those tests and that would be a pain in the butt so
1: that's kind of why it's simple it's like it's,
0: it's
1: sorry to, and it's and it's very noticeable, dude. Like, like I'm saying, like when I took because it was the first one, I took a draw. I'm like, oh, this is what a vape is. And then I'm smoking these other ones. And I think your site said it well. It's like all vapes, like all these box vapes, are not created equal, and that's for damn sure. Because mm. I've I smoked a couple, and like I got hyped up. Like, oh shit, we got this box vape. And I'm like, yo, this ain't no vapor brother shit, man. Get this out of here, like. So like all the due diligence you guys are doing pays off, What's man.
0: different? How how was like, like a knockoff box vape? I just know they like smell bad, so I've never actually like taken a hit off of one. Um, but like,
1: how was it different to me? To so- to be to be quite honest, I I wasn't as, I didn't notice a smell difference necessarily, but I did notice that I wasn't getting as good of a draw. Like when I smoke on the Vapor Brothers, I feel like it's almost like a smoke. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a real like a real draw. These other ones seem like almost a portable style, and it just had a, it didn't have that um flavor I, I guess that's what impressed me a lot too because like the first time i smoked it my buddy had some really good perp too and it was really flavorful and he put it in i felt like i was just like smoking or vaping what i smelt where these other ones i feel like i've only smoked two other ones or of those other ones like after i had the vapor bros so i'd have to do some like, more tests but i was just like damn man like you guys got it going on like i, I I just have mad props for what you guys are doing. So that's why I'm just like thrilled to talk to you today, man. Once again, thank you.
0: (laughs) Sometimes uh, vaporizers can give a lot of kind of like hot air and no like visible smoke. I mean, visible vapor, we call it smoke. I mean, because we're, we're irreverent. Well, it feels like smoke, man. That's
1: what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) We
0: call it smoke. We say we're smoking, but we're not. But I mean, actually, we're part of what we do is not being all pure and like, um it's like just vapor we're actually kind of running it at higher temperatures closer to smoking um, and that's where i think the sweet spot is on medicating the best that's a whole like oh, okay. area i have I could okay. get into it later. oh
1: yeah yeah i'd love to talk because i've i like i just got it i just got hooked up and then my when i smoked with my buddy we'd usually start like around like the noon position on the vape Should Mm -hmm. I start a little lower and work higher? Or like, I know you just said you like to go a little higher. How do you like
0: it? It depends on how fast you draw. So if you, um, so the heater is just a dumb piece, hot ceramic and no fan that's, you know, drawing air through at one rate. And there's no, um, like high tech temperature control that's controlling the temperature that heating element, like exactly, it controls itself a little bit, um, But uh, not like the volcano, which has like an actual temperature sensor with a thermocouple and a digital control and all this stuff. Um, So the temperature you're getting really is proportional to the setting on the knob, but also the speed of your draw. If you draw air through fast, um, it it actually doesn't heat up as much because the air doesn't spend time in the heater. If you draw really slowly, Um, sometimes people draw slowly to be cautious and that's kind of the opposite of what you should do. Um, because if the air goes through the heater slowly, it's heating up over more time. So, um, if you draw the way we kind of want you to draw, which is kind of just a big brush air, which is just kind of like, you know, that, that, that was less than like nine seconds. Um, but, uh, at that speed, 12 o'clock is perfect gives a um like a light misty exhale that you can actually see the herb vapor coming out um after about the second or third hit you see strong like you know mist that you're exhaling but anyway if you draw faster like you're always going to pull it super hard you want to turn it up higher to have more temperature of the heater because the air needs to some people turn it up all the way and only draw fast what do you like if you don't like how do you like to use it I do 12 o'clock, the 12 o'clock's kind of like calibrated to what I thought was like a normal breath, a normal kind of fast breath, kind of. So you have to watch out if you're being cautious or if you hand it to a friend who only wants a little and they draw super slow, they're gonna get extra because it's gonna be extra hot. Um, or if you just know it's like your parents or something, um, just set it down to like about 10 o'clock on the knob. Couple clicks down. Basically, usable vapor on this vaporizer is like the I've got one here, knob, like turned. Where does it turn on? Turns on at the bottom. About ten to two is your whatever. Ten is great for people who draw slowly and cautious, and your vapor is going to be very pure, and it's just going to be like clear vapor, and your herbs won't get brown. And then this is kind of the happy medium, and then up here. Um, your herbs toward the end will get you know kind of brown and it should be able to almost burn the herbs if it's if it's calibrated right you should almost be able to burn the herbs because we're riding that fine line between not getting enough and burning it like you want to be right on the edge before burning
1: it yeah and and that's where in in my opinion and i agree with you and that's kind of what i like that's why i've been playing with the 12 and I Guess what my buddy drilled in my head when I first tried it? He's like, because I would be like, you were saying, I'd be hitting it like it was a bong or something. He's like, dude, you got to slow down here, buddy. Because I'd be, and he's like, slow down. So I put, I like putting it on like the uh, noon, like 11 noon or so, starting out and getting some mm-hmm. nice long poles and moving up, man. But I fucking love this thing, man.
0: Um,
1: don't draw hard
0: and you know, don't draw super hard to pulling a vacuum in your lungs, um, because. I don't think there's as much absorption into your bloodstream when your lungs are under pulled under a a vacuum. It's, it's not pressing the stuff into your bloodstream. Here's the opposite. When you hike at high altitude, have they ever told you like, or when you're exercising, have they ever told you to restrict the air going out? Like you create a higher pressure in your lungs on purpose. If you're having altitude, uh, troubles like you're running out of air and I think this might ward off altitude sickness too you um forcefully blow the air out and that's keeping a high pressure in your lungs like um that actually increases absorption of oxygen and that's a proven thing so that's not just my theory but um because a high pressure in your lungs is actually going to push um what's in your lungs oxygen into the bloodstream physically like pushing it into the into the um the membranes and stuff um but anyway i think that's why it explains when you cough after a strong hit of anything smoking whatever you kind of get more high i think those momentary very high spikes of pressure in your lungs pushes the active ingredient into your bloodstream more um so anyway the the thing is don't draw from a clogged pipe don't Draw real hard. Don't do things that cause like high vacuum in your lungs where you have to pull forcefully. Um, But anyway, if the thing isn't clogged, you know, I I, I was like, shoot, I don't have any like clean glass to like show all nice because I'm at home. (laughs) So this is all like old used stuff. But anyway, when you draw through the whip, as long as it's not um, clogged in the whip, you should be able to draw like a big breath of fresh air so fast, but not forcefully fast. That's my whole point.
1: Yeah. And um, thank you dude for breaking that down because that's very insightful. And it's, and I feel like it's one of those things too, after like the first, you know, two times I loaded the whip up, I was like, all right, I got this. I feel like I had my, like you're saying, just kind of dial in yourself of what you're feeling and how it's going to go. And Mm. it hits, it hits like a charm, man. Now I, I do have a question though. Um, in terms of because it came with the metal screens and a ceramic screen, um, I've it, I've always heard that ceramic is the best. I know that's the way the heating element is designed. So I put the ceramic in first. Um, what what's the is there any difference there in terms of like how it's gonna hit or anything you think or just per, um, just personal preference? What like, kind of again there? It's really how good it is as a filter. Like this one
0: here has a metal screen in it. I would show it closer, but it's just really dirty and, and gross. I need, I need clean stuff. We need to do this again with clean stuff or just show. You're good. I should have bought mine. Here's I got mine right down
1: stuff. here. I, gonna, like I said, I was going to, like I said, smoking it before, but I had to unplug it to plug everything else in. So I'm like, yours is cleaner. Yeah. Here's mine's cleaner. <laughs> mine's fresh, man. It's about to be that dirty soon though. <laughs> so, the ceramic screen
0: exists because it used to be just a metal screen and the metal screen is as clean as we can get it we like put them in a kiln and we heat them up to red hot to bo- um, burn off any like chromium on the surface of the stainless steel and uh burn off anything that would have burned off while you were using it um so we think it's clean but it still is like metal and it kind of contributes a metal taste for people who are really purist and really like crazy um they uh it it would be the best thing if this was only ceramic and glass in contact with the herbs at the highest temperature spots on the vaporizer. So, um, so anyway, we got this made in ceramic. We had, I saw
1: that I saw that I actually want to get one.
0: The the old school whips actually a metal, uh, uh, screen is held within a groove and, um, that's a flexible screen that goes in there. It's kind of hard to get it in. Um, uh, that's one of the drawbacks. I think that's boys. what
1: my buddy had there. I think mm-hmm. that uh, yeah,
0: well, the tip is to clean this without taking it apart. Just draw boiling water and suck boiling water up into it like and
1: blow it out. Um, that cleans it better than any alcohol any salt. oh, shit, I was about to ask because that that's kind of my theory too when I've cleaned stuff. I'm like, dude, boiling water, even just for regular yeah. pipes can work miracles. This stuff is not resin like what you have in a pipe.
0: like resin in a pipe is like it's really you can see why they make hemp into plastic um, it's it's like really congealed like solidified like plastic very hard to remove not just alcohol doesn't just remove it but in a vapor pipe this is just um, a condensated condensed um, oil vapor and so uh, just some heat makes it move and water would just make it go away and actually, some people will take off the hose and scrape it because it's like kind of a high-quality hash oil. Oh,
1: oh, that's another thing. A
0: little, little, uh, <laughs> nice little yeah. tip
1: right there, brother. Well,
0: um, it's it's not just hash oil, but it's been cooked at temperature, so therefore it's decarboxylated. The the THC is more effective. And some people who like dab for medicine for um, um, pain relief, this stuff is is the shit um there was a this like um you know what rick simpson's oil is yeah yeah so oils like that people are purposely evaporating it collecting it on glass and scraping it and it's super more strong not that rick i mean rick simpson's oil is ridiculously strong how it is but that's because it has so much cannabinoids in it but um whether it's strong or not if you decarboxylate the the um thc it's like more medicinal effect like way more
1: and and with that too um that i'm excited to do too because i've been building up like i know i just got it but i've been building up just my like already vaped stuff in there you probably can't see it it's not that much so but yeah i'm excited to cook up with that too man like so it's like a win-win too you know because i've been i've just been like smoking joints and shit and bongs or whatever other vapes like distillate vape and that's interesting too uh sorry to digress a little bit but it's Mm -hmm. kind of what we're talking about is you guys were like to me and like i still obviously everything you guys are doing is a shit to me but like you and that's why you didn't compromise with other stuff too but it's like is it crazy to you to see the vape market blowing up like it has or you guys probably already saw this happening from the get-go or kind of like what are your thoughts on just how the vape market has seemed to explode it's it's awesome it needed to happen i mean it's bizarre
0: in places but um it seems like like business needs to jump in and like take care of like the need and what's what's kind of weird and annoying is um there's this thing about design there's this thing about business it's like they have to come out with a brand new thing every year or else and it has to be rushed to always rushed you know you never write they, they never write the instructions out like And it's like, there's always something wrong about it whenever it's being launched, you know, any, and and this happened to vaporizers too. It's like ones that require you to have like an iPhone app or whatever. And um, I mean, not to go into like too many uh, specifics, but um, it's like, there's this thing where it's gotta like be new all the time. And so it makes a lot of shitty vaporizers. And even the good ones are kind of shitty after a while, like they don't really think about how the thing's gonna perform four months in once it's all like caked and in residue or how easy it would be to clean or whatever. I mean, a lot of them really try, they're like good companies. Like for example, like I just say like PAX is kind of the pinnacle of um, mass market, like design that was pretty good, like iPhone packaging and like a lot of things done done well. and I, I, guess I recommend the PAX three. I, I don't know that much about the portables that are out nowadays, but anyway, um, four months in, we just constantly hear people saying that, like, they put it down, they just let it go because, like, it stopped hitting or this or that or it was weird, whatever. But what was my point? Um, I was talking about design. Um, vaporizing really expanded, expanded into like, um, um, which is Pretty cool. I believe in harm reduction devices. This is all like not no harm, it's just reduced harm. And w- with tobacco, that's a whole nother subject of, you know, inhaling the chemicals and stuff. But um, it, I mean, it, it compared to smoking chemicals and tobacco into your lungs, it's like much better. So even though it's like bizarre as far as like how commercialized they make it, how they made like jewels and stuff they got kids hooked on it and the other like, you know, kind of bad things that happen about it. I think it's like positive overall
1: and stuff. Uh, I like that, man. It seems like you have a positive outlook, but like to your guys' point, I just want to like, some, some things just popped in my head when you're talking. It's like that, that's, I might be re- repeating myself, so forgive me, but like, that's why I feel like your guys' shit is where it's at, man. It's cause like, you think about the dope shit or like my, like, I'm just like, the things that popped in my head are like things that are like everlasting. Like I thought of like the Jeep Wrangler or something, like it's changed a little bit or something, whatever, but it's still the, you know, the old school Jeep or you got your like mm-hmm. Louisville Slugger man, or you got you whatever it may be, put a name to an item that's, you know, will last forever. And I think that's what you guys are doing legit. And, and, and I agree with you with what you're saying about other stuff. Because if people ask me straight up, hey, Jack, I want to go like buy a vaporizer, man. What should I buy, big? Go buy Vapor Brothers Box Vape. Now, if you want to buy something portable, I would honestly probably steer them towards doing like some like distillate or live resin. So you could buy any 510 thread or whatever. Um, yeah. but, but me personally, bro, if I'm going to vape flower, it's going to be a Vapor Bros or Volcano, straight up.
0: What would you say about a flower portable? let's say the vape crisis is continuing you don't know what's in the the distillates and the more distilled they make it the grosser it takes anyway so like let's say you still want to stay with the flower what what's your recommendation for a
1: portable um i'm i'm really like i like this apollo that the legacy they gave me but to be straight mm-hmm. up honest i got it right over here i can grab it here in a second but um to be honest i would say i would steer you towards the vape like a box i would steer you towards just just why here it is actually right here um I it's mean, a little bigger it's a little heavier yeah um you just put it right hard. there Th- this thing actually draws pretty good how about get both because vapor
0: brothers will sit at your home and at your friend's home but you know um with this covid stuff that might have been that might have driven a lot of people to get more home units and stuff um, well,
1: i didn't even think but, about that
0: but before covid um we noticed that vaporizing the big change happened maybe about 10 years ago where stuff started getting very quite legal and so instead of like kind of the fun used to be to go home to go to a friend's house hole up and smoke out kind of because it was like you had to be all secret with it so vaporizing and smoking vaporizing followed smoking um was like a ritual that happened at home around the box. And so it was no problem that it was plugged in the wall, but kids, you know, once it started becoming more possible, also kind of linked into how kids nowadays, us, I call us kids too have grown up being surveilled in everything from everywhere. We've gotten so used to it. A lot of the kids are just doing things in plain sight. You hide in plain sight. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that means they'll, get a portable and they'll pack it at home and they'll go out into the world to smoke it and they'll just smoke it in front of everyone or you know like walking through a park or something or or make it look like an e-cig and and you know even carry it into shows or whatever um but yeah it seemed like that changed the ritual from this hide at home thing to this go out into the world thing so i i see that portables are important i also see you know in some people's houses it's convenient to have a portable sitting on the table because you can pick it up and use it. You don't have to go to somewhere where something's plugged in. But that said, um, the hit you get is just horrendous um, a lot of the time. Horrendous to me, meaning not sweet, doesn't cool your lips, um, not visible. Um, the the thing that uh, was important to me at the beginning was, everyone was smokers and we needed to impress smokers, um, including ourselves. So we couldn't come up with this healthy alternative that requires your willpower to use because it's weaker and kind of tastes off, you know, like we needed to create something that gives you a bigger hit and more effect and, and makes your herb last longer. And all these things that it's, it's kind of like a, um, it's a thing that's, it it wasn't just created for health it it was us wanting to get more effect from less um that's what it was originally meant to do plus to impress smokers you you need to knock them on their butt you they'll they'll first think like if they'll try this they'll be like okay i'll try this then i'll smoke later but if we can get three good hits into them um it it uh almost erases the the wish to smoke after you'll notice with like A more, a weaker vaporizer, weaker is not really the term because even those portables will still char your herbs all the way. Something's happening. It's just not much that you're blowing out. But let's say a volcano, very well controlled device. It's giving you 325 no matter what, exactly 325. You're inhaling this perfect vapor that smells like potpourri, Um, and at the end of it, a lot of people really want to smoke because there's something missing. And what I what I think is, I mean, I got my theories, um, in herb is hundreds of chemicals that all come out at different temperatures. So if you hit your herb with one specific temperature, because like in America, we're always like, THC is important, so therefore we need the highest THC stuff and we only want THC and let's do it at the temperature that THC operates at. They get this one chemical, not an insignificant chemical, but it's just one. Um, this well-rounded high that you used to get um, doesn't doesn't happen so much. I've gotten good hits from the volcano by kind of like overpacking it and turning it up after. But then if you're um, if you're capturing the vapor and it came from a hotter draw, it goes stale very fast. So you'd have to like inhale it directly. But anyway, I respect the volcano a lot for being like the best machine and like exact on its temperature. And a good set it and forget it thing, good for older people too, and it's fun to carry the bag around. Or back back when things were on the download, it was fun to just walk out into public with the bag.
1: Oh, (laughs) yo! Did you see though? Like, um, I saw that it could have been a while ago. I don't keep up with Volcano, but I saw that they had some type of whip going on.
0: Oh yeah, you know they shouldn't use that word. That's my trademark. But
1: well, I don't know if they said that. That's just what I heard. Oh, they
0: did. I'm very happy. I hope they didn't say Wanda. I, I think they said whip. A lot of companies say it, and I kind of, um, I kind of let it be because, like, a word that we came up with. I want to, because um, whip. It's like I, you know, it took me years to realize when my friend called this a whip, and I said, okay, it's called a whip now. Um, that it was because it's like long and kind of like a whip. Like that's not what I picture now. A whip just means the vaporizer, you know, tube that you, you know, inhale through. But anyway, whip. Um, we um, we kind of let the knockoffs and the and the other companies use that term. There was even a whole company called Vapor Whips that just produced um, uh, beautiful artwork versions of these for that would fit our vaporizer or our knockoffs or other other um, um, uh, derivations like of our device or whatever. But anyway, it's cool if I see them use the word because I don't know. We made a word that went around the world.
1: Yeah, man, uh, that's what I've been repping. And I, and to bring it back to your point too of like the portable, like, yeah, like this PAX legacy dope to bring on the go. But it's like, I think too, part of the problem is, I think I think the main problem is that most of the people who are smoking these other vapes, they probably haven't had the chance then to try the real shit like smoke on the vapor brothers. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like, so that's, that's the way that's shoved in so many people's faces is that on the go, let's put the oil, let's put the concentrates to the side, just talk the dry herbs. Like you're saying, but like, that's the thing. It's like, Oh, do it on the go. Do it. But it's like, I feel like everybody needs to have a hit to see, to base it off that. Like I said, I've been chasing, dude, I've been chasing a draw as good as the vapor brothers for a while and I, I haven't found it through anything else besides, like I said, the, the volcano I like, but I would still, for the price point, go vapor bros. So,
0: cool. well, if you ever do find a good hit, tell me about it. Cause I should know it. Cause we, we still do this because no one else has come up with a good hit. So we kind of have to keep making this, but, um, this one's kind of funny. It's, it's a special one that I made super thin. Um, just for no reason at all except to make a, a unique one, but I'll use this as as an example. Um, oh, my brother just walked in. My brother Pete, if you call Vapor Brothers,
1: this guy answers. Nice, He's man, I might be talking to Pete <laughs> then. <that. laughs> there he goes, there he goes. Hell yeah. Um, man. What were we talking about, volcano what? oh the rip the hit yeah just like we're saying just it just gives a good pull man and but i do want to i am curious i know it's on your site and i read a little bit but if you don't mind me i just like to dive a little deeper in kind of the origin like it's (laughs) just uh like you and a bro a couple bros or i was like oh like i guess what i i guess the most the thing i'm most curious about is had you what was your vape experience before you created this fucking badass one um it was like being frustrated with what was out at the time there were the
0: glass globe vapes you know the the very popular one was the VC vaporizer or there was one just called the vaporizer it was a glass globe with a heating element sticking up in the middle of it do you know what i'm talking about
1: no oh actually i think i do. it looks like it literally looks like you could fucking spin like a globe they, Maybe I'm th- thinking about my buddy's decanter
0: just, <laughs> it's a glass globe it's like uh, the glass from like a light a globe light that's okay. been stuck upside down onto a soldering iron literally a soldering iron with a uh, copper like bowl in it that was vaporizer technology at the time or that was the most popular one and the thing is um it would singe the edges of the herb you'd put herb in on this hot metal surface so that's considered a conduction vaporizer because it's conducting heat from a hot surface into the herb and uh it singes the edges of it it vaporizes the rest of it kind of the vapor comes into the into the globe and you see it and then when you're about you know, you, when you see enough vapor there, you inhale through a tube and it sucks the air out of the globe and you get this stale hit because it's been there in there for minutes. And also, um, if you draw air from a globe, the vapor in the globe just kind of goes around in a circle, getting weaker and weaker until you've kind of changed all the air a bunch of times. Um, we wanted to make one where the vapor is created and as soon as it's created, we suck it up into us and it's when you connect this so for people who haven't seen this before this is like the simple wood box temperature control there's a ceramic element in there it's just like a wafer of ceramic behind this ceramic uh, filter tip right here and it sits in there at almost a thousand degrees fahrenheit and when you um pack herbs into this side and you connect it and you draw air through um that's the perfect combination and geometry for air to flow through your herbs oh that's
1: interesting about, interesting it's about
0: 400 degrees by the time it gets gets to your herbs it's basically gently heated over a long surface which is important it doesn't <laughs> like burn the dust in the air smaller hotter smaller vaporizers use almost red hot heating element that's more temperature and um the air that comes out of them tastes kind of burned already even if you're not vaporizing herbs the air tastes burned because I think it's burning the dust in the air. But, but anyway, the air is gently heated, flows over the herbs, so air flows through the herbs like hot enough to evaporate all the oils out of the herbs. So basically, it's like a solventless extraction using heat, um, but not hot enough to set the herbs on fire. So that's called conduct- convection. Convection is heating of something by um, heating air and passing the air over it. And in the case of herbs, passing the air through the herbs so um on those old vaporizers that that was trying to heat herbs by touching them to something hot and uh herbs is kind of like an insulator it doesn't pass heat well so the edges of the bud would get super hot and burned and the inside of the herb would be unaffected unaffected um unless you really let let it sit there so anyway a lot of people are getting stale hits so like oh sorry so we were trying to improve that there were a couple um convection vaporizes out a, at the time um, um they were using heat guns so a big heat gun that produces hot air they were blowing into a bowl one of those still exists called v um, okay. rip <laughs> tech some, something like that mark mccoy this guy who's super scientist he he got a patent on the on the process and he's still around um he uh it, um, he was getting big, fresh hits that he would pass through a water pipe. Um, but it used a heat gun. You're you're at the mercy of the heat gun company making it. You know, well, he he would buy the best ones. But still, it's a paint stripper, literally. Um, eventually, he replaced the heat gun with something he made that's just all glass and ceramic or whatever it is, but only glass in contact with the heat. So. So he made it better. But anyway, he existed at the time. So we saw that happening. And then, um, if you've heard of log vapes, I think okay, log vapes, uh, like uh, just look up You on might recognize one. a
1: picture or something, yeah. But I, so I, the name's not ringing a bell.
0: Log vapes existed at the time, I think there was only one, and I think it was called Eterra. Um, And that guy uh, uh, made like a wooden brown cylinder with a heating element in the middle and you would pack the herb into a little bat, they called it. It was a little um, piece of tubing with a mouthpiece. And you would connect that to the vaporizer. And you would draw through and you'd get this weak hit. But it was a hit. Um, so we definitely saw that happening. Um, but what we did was um, my friend, my co-inventor, his name is Robert. Um, he took apart the glass globe vaporizer. He pulled the heater out of it and he pulled the, the metal plate off of it. And that heater is hollow down the middle. And he floated a nugget in a piece of piping and he took the hose from the, um, from the BC vaporizer or whatever brand it was at the time. Um, and he called it a whip at that time. And he stuck the, the budlet that was held inside a metal tube, he stuck it onto the heating element alone and he got a hit and i was in engineering school at the time taking mechanical engineering and i saw right away what was happening um the heating element was hollow it was red hot inside and he was drawing air through it so therefore air was going into the bottom of the heating element it was heating up to like four or five hundred degrees whatever it was flowing over the herbs at maybe 400 degrees air that's really hot loses its temperature fast so that's why it's so hot in the middle of the heating element and it was evaporating the oils from the from the nugget, and he was getting these great hits. And, um, and it was kind of funny because it was serious metal pipe threading that he was using. We had to use a wrench to open it to get the nugget out because it was so hot, and you'd float another nugget in it perfectly sized to fit in there and close it up and take another hit. And um, there was this point in our history where he called me out of the blue, um, at night saying that he had got too high. He was on the fetal position on the floor. He had taken a few hits and (laughs) he he was too high. So, um, so, you know, what I was saying about, we didn't want to make something that was weak. That was like the weaker alternative that, you know, you do just for your health, but you have to use your willpower to do it because, you know, it's, it's like, you need shitty work it more or whatever <laughs> so we realized that if it's good enough to get someone too high, then it's good enough to be a product so we um I mean that's where it really took off the idea we We kept remaking it in certain ways that made it easier, like we made the glass whip, we turned this into glass, This used to be metal. we replaced all the metal heating elements. We started using custom heating elements that that we had made for us so that they wouldn't have any funky like um, 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 Substances in them like this fake mica that used to be in in soldering irons at the time Um, We didn't want to get something that was meant for solder Um, But eventually we changed that to um, Ceramic so over our history over the next few years we started remaking that device over and over again in ways where you don't burn yourself when you touch it, and everything's ceramic and glass and whatever. And the airflow is is like pretty clean. And the this is all glass, and, you know, metal. He then eventually placed the metal. I mean, sorry, the metal uh, screen in here. Eventually, replaced the metal screen with ceramic, so that it would become a fully ceramic and glass experience. Um, For the taste to be good, it's just important that the hot zone be only this high-temperature metal, ceramic, or glass. Or we put high-temperature silicone here on the outside, actually, to make this easy to change.
1: Yeah, it's nice. I like that there. It's easy to, you know, put down and you can set the other one kind of on top, like a lasso style. Yeah. That's what I've been... But yeah, man, it's it's awesome because I was like, I was about to ask you earlier, and you've just explained it all perfectly, man. I was about to say, what was like... You just broke everything down perfectly, man. Cool. That was, that was sure. awesome. Man. I know you, and I love the story how you guys go back like that and how it was created. It's and the product speaks to itself, you guys got going on, man. I feel like that, yeah. apart from everything else, is the most important is that you guys are making some awesome shit. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: it's, um, it's hard because, like, you could say it's hard because we like stick to our principles that, like, it, this stuff can only be high quality medical grade everything that we do makes it harder to make even though it's so like simple it's like this part is just the right size um, ground glass taper in here to fit some of our knockoffs use like a standard one that's much bigger that makes a much wider bowl that the herb falls out and you have to pack a lot in it um but that's hard this is this is um custom made and custom ground and um the medical grade is definitely harder to find than the than the just the local uh, rubber this silicone is kind of like the silicone of your um spatula they make spatulas out of this but this is like a better version um and um also just like marketing and being a company I have to realize that people who like start companies out of garages it's do you know that over like 90% of the time they had some help the story is that they started this idea in the garage and they grew it from there and oh my god they almost always had a family. They had someone to fall back on. Oh, I dropped everything to do this idea. You can only do that if you've you've got like a trust fund. Or you're
1: crazy as hell.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I'd I'd like to meet those crazy as hell people because all all of my, uh, uh, the people I look up to, I keep finding out that they had a, a pretty comfy background. And so they had parents who gave them all the education they could. And they had couches to surf on at home and they had a little seed capital that someone let them borrow a, a credit card. So um, I mean I I was in college at the time trying to be an engineer um, so I kind of made this a class project a little bit but um, for us to get some help we had to like uh, kind of it was like marketed to friends we've never really like marketed to the public um, but we got friends to take hits and as soon as someone gets the good hit they become kind of proselytized and they start showing other people that
1: that's what i'm trying to do man that's what i'm saying man so (laughs) i can confirm that for sure
0: (laughs) we got we really took off once we um got woody harrelson to take a hit we actually so these friends in venice that we had who were the first kind of fans of the device um this one guy in venice he he was cool dude had this backyard studio um you know like music studio where like everything's like held on neoprene like the whole inner part of the building is like suspended and it's like the highest quality studio i don't know what he did uh his dad was something and so he um he had all the studio he could ever want and he was making this music it was called smoking toads and it was about um i don't know if they would actually smoke the excretions from toads
1: but oh it yeah it's
0: a like that it makes like, you trip, trip. out yeah, yeah yeah so he was making a, a musical kind of a, a p- companion to doing dmt and to smoking toads and so he made this trippy music and he was the first person to really like love the vaporizer and so he just helped us by letting us meet all of his friends so just like month after month bands would come through to rent his studio these jazz bands different people um psychedelic people um so his friend like uh woody harrelson woody's family um woody's brother brett um some of them would give me some money brett gave me some money steve uh steve claps the guy in in the house that i'm describing he gave me um 600 bucks to to buy some tools that's what really like sent me kind of over the edge into okay i can build this now um and then just in, in, immeasurable help that they gave. One of them was a doctor, Dr. D, Dr. Richard D'Andrea. Um Dr. Richard DeAndrea. he was, uh, at the time, he was a vegan who was trying to get inner city families to go vegan to lose weight, and they were, and so he was all successful in that, and he was all about the vaporizer and made it his personal, like, you know, thing to show the vaporizer to everyone, um, and he let us, uh, he let me live at his house in Topanga for a while and have an actual vape room where we would show people, you know, and stuff. And so uh, after about a year of that, we actually start having people coming to us, including people we don't know or people who don't know anybody that we know. So then we were realizing, oh, this is becoming a product. It was like spreading in LA. And we were just building these as fast as we could. I mean, we we built like maybe, um, 14 or 15 in the first year, and then maybe like 30 to 40 in the second year, and then we were over 100 um, by, by the end of the second year. And, and, you know, we went up like this, you know, uh, started a shop in, in uh, Venice. There's lots of little bits of the history that's kind of fun. We were, we were, this was our fun though. So we're like sleeping during the day and just kind of partying all night and building vaporizers while people come by and,
1: and paint on them used to be that every single vaporizer was custom painted. Um, uh, and I saw you guys, and you're still doing that style, right? Collaborating and that you have, you have certain additions that yeah. are painted and stuff, which is really... Yeah, we kind of got back to that.
0: Yeah. Um, my girlfriend, Lindsay's an artist. I don't know if her, uh, her paintings are not in the background here, but you could look her up, Lindsay's artwork. Um, Shout out, she, Lindsay. Yeah, she, he, totally. She learned from um, Alex Gray, like uh uh, his classes she is like one of his first students and um so she's so hooked in with all the like new kids who are doing psychedelic art so she got her friends to paint on the vapor boxes so we got all these just amazing vapor boxes you can see it if you go to vaporbrothers.com this and you click on art yeah you see these one-of-a-kind vaporizers that are super amazing
1: they're beautiful they're beautiful but i will say that they're as amazing and beautiful as they are I think it's just because it was the first experience I had just just that classic wood style was I'm like that that's my shit yeah but well, but, but those do water. look amazing and I, and I do want to get one. don't get me wrong
0: <laughs> The natural wood is the most proper, yeah this wood is a um it's Baltic birch, so it's from Europe. that's a easy way to say it's low v o c because they don't allow the formaldehyde and stuff that's in our plywood um yeah, the finish is a European finish of, um, of polyurethane that can handle the heat.
1: Let's see. Sorry, one sec. I got mine here. It's just not plugged in. I'm trying to drag it over. Show this baby I just got. There. Then th- threw the sticker on. Nice. Now, now yeah. I put this sticker up here. That's just where my... I don't know if you guys... But, yeah, man, I'm I'm loving this. I'm loving this baby right here, man. It gets hot there on top. I mean, you can stick a sticker on it. It's it's, it's kind of nice like I'll um or I maybe like I said I'm just kind of learning from my boy back in the day but like I'll just put my hand on gently and it kind of lets me know like okay it's it's about ready to take a rib mm. we can put it in front or whatever but or I mm. will walk away and let it you know heat up for a second but I, I kind of noticed when I touch it a little bit I better oh, it's ready it's really it's when the glass heats up it's like the heater itself
0: doesn't just heat the air it the glass which heats the air so it's surface area in the, air so like when you turn this first and you turn it up to max power to try to get it hot faster kind of get these grips you have to really let the the glass heat up after about seven minutes it would be perfect remember turn it back down though if you ever turn it up to max to heat it up faster um okay. turn it down you're
1: gonna get a little too big but you you said seven minutes is that what you said is the ideal heat up time Yes. It is it's like the minimum. Okay. Word. Cause yeah, I just like, you'll see I'm about to upload or make this uh, unboxing video go live. I took, but I took one at like six minutes. I think it wasn't still hitting nice, but the next couple hit better. So
0: that's plausible. But you yeah, know, to your point minute, though,
1: I'll just walk away now. I'll just, I'll just let it heat up and then, you know, yeah. make a smoothie or something and come back and just be ready to yeah. enjoy. Leave them on, I mean, it's nice when it's just left on.
0: I mean, that our thing about not wanting it to off gas any means that it needs to handle what temperature it's going to reach ultimately at full power forever like so basically when you turn on its temperature and it is slowly goes up to a maximum it's going to get to where it's in balance of the watts going in is the same as the watts coming out into the room where it's like losing heat into the room so anyway the max temperature that everything gets to we've engineered to handle that. And a lot more, we want everything to handle like twice the temperature. And I'm happy,
1: I'm happy you said that too, because now when I'm, uh, I got this little setup up here that I'm starting to do podcasts out at my place, which is where mm. I am now. So, and I plan on having this, using this during all the time. So I'm just going to leave it on the whole time. Yeah. Throughout the whole episode. So I didn't say that I'm kidding. Um, I said that in
0: our manual, you know, it has to say like, turn off and don't leave it on, un-
1: Un, um, un- I got you I, 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 <laughs> I, I said it I said it, it was me <laughs> unattended supervised unsupervised uh. um,
0: so anyway uh, leave it on a fireproof surface and don't block the bottom vents so if you left an option and it blocked the bottom vents oh, yeah. well that's how it cools itself it, the whole reason why the heating element still puts up a bit is so that there comes the hot air vents out and it keeps the wood cool um, so don't block the bottom vents don't let it yeah, it would sure. be a fire if you let something fall on it
1: um it, it oh yeah yeah for sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah you yeah it'll the, just be to the side on my desk just chilling it'll be yeah. good <laughs>
0: but um yeah we left one on for two years and it's just i mean it's faster than it when especially when you know the method to do oh, wait is, oh, wait, that, wait
1: can you say it one more time you left one on for I,
0: two years what? And to, well, yeah, easy, easy. I mean it gets up to a certain temperature and then it just stays there and then nothing happens for years. That's even almost better in a way, because if you don't heat up and cool down the heater, um you're not stressing it as much. You're actually if you leave this on, uh the wood will down over time. So eventually maybe 10 years later you'll want to replace the wood box that we we have as a serve um as a service during warranty repair. But but anyway, to me it was kind of faster than smoking because you would come home, this thing would already be hot. The way to vaporize is to grind up some herb, dump it
1: out onto. Um, oh. Oh, that tri- that was that that was yeah. fucking awesome, man. I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's now
0: she wants a nut. She wants a nut. That.
1: That's what's up. Yeah, that's nice, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Like, and that, that's, that's really why I wanted it too. Is so when I have people here, I want to give them this new vape experience, man, on the podcast or wherever, you know, So yeah. when in, you, so.
0: Know,
1: you, you grind it up. You should always put it up. So you have the max surface area.
0: Um, you can dump it onto a tray and then you can like suck it up into the whip. You know about sucking it up into the whip. That's what I did. Yeah. That's
1: what, that's why I did. That was bringing me back doing that. I was like, all right, that's nice. Um, uh,
0: so you can suck it up in the whip. So therefore you didn't have to touch the herbs and get the crystals on your hands. And so then you just like go into the vaporizer. So to me, that's even like faster than um, uh, like preparing a pipe and like using it. It's just like, you just pick this up, suck it up, doing this, and you're getting a hit.
1: Man, right. man, man. <laughs> Ready to go, man. No, dude, I, I love this thing, man. And, and I, I hope, uh, I hope we can collaborate again, man, on whether, whatever type of video it may be you know, whatever it is, man, I'm excited and I'm happy to have this vaporizer and check out this unboxing video that I'm about to do too, for everybody listening and watching Mm -hmm. as well. And then we'll have this podcast, man. And I'm going to keep spreading the good word. Did you take a hit in the
0: unboxing video?
1: Oh yeah. I took a couple. Yeah. And then I did a couple before this one started like, but I just had to, like I said, I just have, I have like so many, so much outlets in here that I have so many plugs with not enough outlets basically, but Mm -hmm. Next, next, next time I'll be going full circle, but I also want to, I have a couple other cool ideas that I'd like to do with it. You know, just kind of like, like I said, use it in a podcast. And I'd like to just like Mm -hmm. talk about a video about just doing like a cleaning video. Like I was going to do alcohol, but I like how you said the boiling and you know, whatever. I just want to just keep showing love, man, because like I said, I've been chasing the vaporizer this good since I first tried it. And that sounds like your guys' story. And that sounds why it's successful, man. is cause the accumulation of everything you guys did that like the your guys's the story how it started man is beautiful and it's grown into something really cool man that I that I personally love. So thanks again for yeah. taking your time today, bro. Sweet. Sweet.
0: Yeah. Thanks for um um for loving it from so
1: long ago. Man, it's it's hard not to, brother. It's really yeah. it <laughs>
0: Yeah. And sometimes like on a future one like we should show people how to use it properly because like there isn't there isn't like great videos online like showing that and um and it's not like a set it and forget it device you do have to like pack it not too tight and you know light and fluffy not too much and have good airflow and and here's how to get a good hit and here's what a good well, hit looks like well that's and then perfect you're done you can blow it
1: out man man i'll come I, i'll come and just uh yeah, I'll hit you up after this so we can work something out, but I'd love to just, to, I can come be the video guy because you, you're like, I, I just got it and I had it a couple times back when I was 16, but you're, this is your, your deal. So I'd love to come be a video guy and make something happen, man, and make a cool right. video. Yeah. Dude, um, that, that, that's awesome, bird, right there. Like, no. Yep, no. <laughs> go, go, go. After <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> <to> the cage. <laughs> that's yep. a funny call oh shit, man no but thanks again man and i'll be in yeah. touch too because i definitely want to keep collabing man anything i can do to help you and you seem like a really good dude man down to earth and like the story of your whole business man is i'm happy dude and just say one last thing i'm happy that i was in kansas when i found this but my buddy would come out here all the time to visit this is probably mm-hmm. though, like i said this is like 2000s so you guys been around for a minute 2003 mm-hmm. or something Probably, probably 2000 or so but like he came in he was like yeah like I got this like from like Cali like this is the shit like and we started smoking and I'm like, oh this is the shit man so yeah, but right. I was just thinking after you said like it was you guys kind of started in, in small circles and stuff I was like oh damn he, he came out and he must have found the right place back but you guys are already pop, more popping and getting your getting it going man but I, I will say man I'm excited I'm excited I keep saying it I'm excited to get some other people taking some smokes from here man some nice vapor yeah bits, man. so yeah, cool. Right on. Well, I appreciate it. This was cool.
0: Your podcast is super cool. I wanna, I wanna start listening to them regularly. Thank you,
1: Linus. You're a good man. Cool. You're a good Man. Sweet. All right, brother. Thanks again, hey, man. man. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch, brother. Okay. Sweet. All
0: right.
1: All right. See you, See you, Peace you later. All right. Peace, man. All right. I'm just gonna cut it there. But uh, thanks mm-hmm. again for come. Thanks again for coming on, bro.
0: Awesome man thank thank you (laughs) you don't have to thank me anymore this is fun and just like cool that i can just talk about us and stuff there's so many like stories there's a lot of this is true buds that mary Jane, now we ain't new to this for my stoners and for my cannabis Never heard a show as good as this Yeah, number one, it's the best Bringing in many special guests In the industry of cannabis Business owners to growers Even artists you know
1: of So sit back and just roll up The perfect show for my smokers True Buds